you have upsells? Are you following up with your clients for testimonials, for referrals? Are you checking in with them, right? So you can do that via email, you can do it via text. You can, uh, you can get them, hey, just making sure you know, uh, are you following me on Facebook, right? It's like all these different platforms, if, depending where you're posting. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com, where we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Check us out, winthehourwintheday.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey friends, how would you like to get 25 hours back a week? Yes, you can. That's what everyone tells me. They say all the time, oh my heavens, Chris, I got like 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with you. And now we are launching the winner's circle. So we are here to support more of you. Check out the winner's circle in the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of When the Hour, When the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today in the house, we have Jeremy Howe. Jeremy is a world-class marketing expert and leader that has led multiple companies to the Inc. 5000, Inc. 500 award. And he has built high-performing teams and he's done a whole bunch of stuff out there. And now he's interested in helping B2B businesses B2B entrepreneurs to expand their business and help more people. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thanks so much, Chris. I appreciate it so much having you having me on. Yeah, there we go. Okay, awesome. All right, Jeremy, <laughs> let's dive in. I'm all about big results, no fluff. So we're going to talk today about conversions, right? How to get more business, how to make more money. So tell me, hey, you take the reins. Where do we start, Jer- Jeremy? Good. So I think the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes, um, a new business owner, right? Or you've been in business a couple of years. And, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they get into business doing the passion, the thing they love to do, right? Whether you're a dentist, whether you're a plumber, whatever you're doing, you're passionate about achieving some sort of result. You are not necessarily trained in marketing and sales. And so one of the confusions that many of us have is somebody needs a service, they're going to call me and I'm going to sell it to them. However, the fact is, uh, in today's world, we are more distracted than ever, right? Uh, Whether it's Facebook, Instagram, politics, whatever you want to talk about, we get distracted about it. And the key point I'm trying to make is you need to follow up. And the key point there is it does not take one time, right? Talking to a person one time and going, hey, do you want my product or service? And And them going, yeah, I'd love it. I mean, very, very low percentage of the time will they actually sign up right off the bat. So the key to that is follow-up. And for me, one of the, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. My apologies. No, no, totally fine. Key follow-up, easiest follow-up to do um, for most business owners. I think rather than calling someone, because I think most of us are scared to potentially pick up the phone and just call someone again and again, which is okay, I think is email, right? I think the easiest one is just, hey, I'm checking in. How's that project looking for you? 
Are you ready to move forward? Hey, it's been another week. You know what I mean? Here's a testimonial from another one of my clients in a similar situation that I thought might be interesting to you. If you have a blog and you go, hey, here's an article I thought might be interesting mm, for you that okay. might guide you along the path. Now you've had four touch points, right? Maybe you'll, you know, so that helps. I think uh, Microsoft did a study and it's usually about eight to 15 contact points are required for prospect to close. Okay. So let me jump in here. You gave me a lot of things that I want to unpack. So my first thing is I, you know, when I hear follow-up, I give a little pushback because I think I don't want to convince somebody to work with me based on the work that I do. Like it's just not, if they're not all up into it and they're not hungry to proceed, I just don't find it works. Right. Cause we're all about really, you know, people getting ideas to execution and, and really helping them build their win team and, and just leveraging, get, you know, getting their work out there. So there's a, it's an intimate get stuff done kind of dynamics. Right. But then you say, you know, wise things like, all right, but, and you threw in the phone. I don't, I don't know anybody's phone number anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't even know, but it, so let's, re- I would say email. Cause and also I would tell you my day so booked, I wouldn't take a phone call if, if somebody did call me. Everything's so scheduled, right? With Zoom and everything else. And it's been like that for me for years and years. But anyhow, so let's go with the email and you say follow up. So at first I'm like, mm, I don't want to be pressing them. But you did bring up some good points like, oh, I was thinking of you and I thought of this testimony of a client like you. Oh, I was wrote this article might resonate with your situation. So I think maybe I'm stuck on the word follow up but maybe it's showing that you're listening to the client. Maybe it's like a more connected thing right off the bat. So maybe reframing that would make me see it differently. Yeah. I think if you can take the viewpoint of a relationship, right? Like if you're Mm. building a relationship with someone and you just go, okay, Hey, I'm just touching base with you from a, you know, and here's a different angle of, and it's a care factor. It might even be, you know, depending on the industry, maybe not yours, but for some of your, some of your clients or some of your listeners, um, you know, I know mold, you know, remediation companies is like, okay, Hey, I'm going to be in your area. Do you want me to swing by? Mm. I can do a, I can do a, I can do a quick peek. If you've got anything that you, that you've got your attention on is like, you know, or, Hey, I'm in your area. You know, if you happen to be traveling for your, for your job, I know there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, they go city to city and it's like, Hey, you know, next month I'm in your city. Do you, you know, I've got, Mm. I've got some time. Do you want to meet for lunch? Right. And it's just another touch point with your prospects, especially in the B2B side of things. It's, It's a little different, obviously B2C is a business to consumer, but like B2B, you've got bigger sales, long-term sales, and you're really working to build up a relationship because one client could literally change the face of your business, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Let me yeah. jump in there because you bring up some good points. Like most of our listeners, you guys out there, you know, you're service-based entrepreneurs. We're not dentists and plumbers and all that stuff. However, I do think these things can translate and transfer over because as you were talking, Jeremy, it did remind me of... Um, I was getting my car detailed, right? And things just got busy and especially with the pandemic and I didn't know if he'd be open or not. And then so finally, and if it's one less phone call I have to make, so finally I find it and I'm thinking, oh, my car has, and I also had moved. So now I'm lugging all this stuff in my car. So my car is dirty, but I don't want to get cleaned yet because I may be lugging more stuff. So finally I tracked down the number of the guy I normally does it. And then he moved. So now I got to find his new location and stuff. And if he had called me, like normally I was getting it done one, one per season, like three, four times a year. And I really went a good over a year without getting it done. But if he had called and said, 
you know, why don't, Hey, you normally get it every done every four months. You want to come in next Friday? I'm like, Oh, you know what? Yes, I could use the treat. And then it would have moved me forward. So he really did lose a significant amount of income. Plus then when he moved, I thought, Oh, is that too much nuisance? Now I had to find the new location, like whatever. And I was thinking about going somewhere else. So you're right. If we think of this as relationships and stay in touch and nurture that and take any work off either the decision-making or the maintenance of the relationship, that makes a difference. Yeah, hundred percent. And you can definitely do follow-up wrong, right? Like that's probably any pushback you have is, is the person who emails you every day. One, I mean, it's like one, if you have, if you, I don't know if your listeners, if you're buying cold lists, don't ever buy cold lists, right? Like I know, I know we all get emails from random strangers. It's sort of like the LinkedIn messages which can work sometimes, but it's like the random messages from complete strangers who follow up. And if they do it like every day, oh. or every other day, you're like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't even know who you are. Right. Yeah. It's- let me just jump in there. I've done that on LinkedIn. If I, sometimes I think I, for, I haven't done that. I have, let me rephrase that. I have got rid of people <laughs> who have done that on LinkedIn. So what happens if you send me one pitch before you even say hello, sometimes I'll give you grace and think, you know what? They're just trying to think we've all been there. And then I get the follow up a week later of that. I didn't respond. Then I just, what I do is I just unconnect them. I unconnect like nobody's business. I wish I had that button in real life. Like, Oh, we're unconnected. Right. So again, let me make it clear what I did on LinkedIn was not do that, that cold hearted pitch. It's on friend on connect, disconnect the cold hearted pitch or cold hearted yeah, cold call. Same thing. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So that doesn't work. We know that doesn't work. So you're right. I think we've all had the experience of being pushed upon. And so then that makes us really weary of being that person. And so then we're not doing any follow-up. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, so if you can get past that mindset of, oh my God, it's sort of like having the idea of all salespeople are used car salespeople, like or yeah. a bad used car salesperson. It's like, and then you're like, I don't ever want to sell anyone. And you're like, no, no, no. Okay. Let's just differentiate. There are differences. Right. And it's like, okay, there's good sales, right? Like yeah. salespeople are needed. Every business needs sales. Otherwise they will never exist. Right. So yeah. we'd look at the same thing with follow-up. It's just one more component of marketing and sales. Like one aspect, once you get your business going, I mean, even really in the beginning is like, look, every, if if you generate leads uh, in any sort of manner, like if you're doing marketing and you're getting some sort of leads into your system, you should have a couple welcome emails. And ideally you have that automated, right? It's just like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, Hey, Chris, I want to welcome you to my email list. I really appreciate you opting in. Here's the thing you requested. I want to let you know a couple of quick things. I'm going to shoot you my best content over the next couple of days, just so you have a little bit of an idea of what my list is like. Boom. Right. Next day mm-hmm. you shoot, shoot them like, Hey, here's a, like for you, I would say, Hey, here's a great episode uh, that I did that I think that most of my clients love. Check it out here. Boom. Done. Right. And if, as long as you're adding value to the relationship rather than trying to extract value, I think you're, you're more likely to win. That's a really good point. And I am an extremely flawed human being. So I often, <laughs> it's all, it's, it's all sure or nothing with me, right? So it's all or nothing with me. So what happens is I just go, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm out, right? So I think what you're doing is 
there is lots of wisdom in here. And really, again, what I'm hearing from you more powerfully, it makes sense with your marketing experience. And, you know, I'm, I'm a marketer myself, but it's more about messaging. But I think what's happening is we're looking at marketing through, through relationship building and you're putting it under the guise of follow-up, right? Where we have all been followed up upon to the point where you think, how am I going to break up with this person? They have my email address and ignoring them is just not enough, right? So I think you're right saying, all right, we're welcome. I think you're right. I love when they come on the show and I tell these experts that, oh, here, <laughs> you've been doing this for quite some time. I think you're right. It's okay. You've been, <laughs> you've been blessed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't listen to myself yeah. talk. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I really think it's reframing it is just hugely powerful. That's for me, the learning curve here. Cause you're right. I, what I don't like is, and people say this, okay, tell your whatever story. So you, somebody signs under your list and you get five emails in three days and they're like, this happened, this happened. And you're like, Whoa, here we go. Right. What have I signed up for? But if we say, look, this is my best article, or this is a show that might relate to what you're like, even though it's automated, we can frame it. So it is about relationships, relationships, relationships. I think for me too, people praise me a lot and I send a lot of videos. So even in my follow-up, I could say a couple of days later, we all have that. Oh, I wish I had said this or added that. So I could follow up with a video. Hey, I was thinking about our conversation, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Oh, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Videos are yeah. great ebooks, anything you can offer really at the end of the day, that's valuable. I've definitely yeah. seen, you know, if you do in, wind up doing infographics, ebooks, white papers, videos, uh, webinars, I mean, a webinars, just a, a more official video really. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, one fear that a lot of us run into when we're sending emails is like, but what if they unsubscribe, right? Like, it's like, oh my God, I, I can't lose the unsubscribe. And it's, here's the thing. If somebody is going to unsubscribe from your list, um, that means you're at least, at least you're sending to your list, right? Which I mean, I've known, uh, clients that are like, yeah, you know, I hit my list every six months, right? Like I email my list mm-hmm. every six months and I'm like, well, okay, wait a second. <laughs> so you're not getting unsubscribed for six months, but they haven't heard from you either. So right. it's okay to get a certain number of unsubscribes. I think you have to figure out what's tolerable for you and your business. Yeah. You know, it's like, you have to always be adding to your list, but if you get some unsubscribes, they were most likely one, they may have not wind up buying from you anyways, right? Like they were like never interested from buying or two, they may go sign up anyways, but they, maybe you were just sending too many emails, right? Like I know. Yeah. 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 No, that's a really good point. Okay. So it's really about relationship building, which I, we, I've worked with my, even we've talked about this on other shows, but I have what I call Chris's network. And I've got this little spreadsheet because what I found in the past was you get so busy. And so you, you, you're rotating relationships instead of maintaining them. Right. And mm. then especially something like this, where you, you and I met a couple months ago, we talked about you being on the show and now you're on the show. And so there's this, it's almost like by the time we finished chatting today, it's like, you know, we've been on five dates or something like there's a, a, a stronger connection. And then if I'm not careful, you know, a few likes or things happen on social media and you fall off the grid of, of my scope because new people are coming in. So I also have this network spreadsheet where I look and say, all right, I'm going to reach out to this person, just send them a video or comment on what they're doing over and above the social media. So really it's what, you know, I am practicing that in one area. So now I just need to transcend that, transfer it to the follow-up to get the conversions. 
Yes, 100%. And I think, okay. you know, a powerful follow up, and you may may not agree with me on this one is okay. because you already made the phone brace comment, myself, <laughs> brace yourself, this could be wild, is text um, uh, yeah. is texting someone and um, it is an intimate, it's sort of like messenger. If you're, I, you yeah. can follow up with messenger or texting. It's very intimate. It's very personal. Um, there is a right way to do it. Um, and it is not something you do as nearly as often as email. Right. But it is a yeah. very, very powerful tool. If, if you're a business owner and you've built up a list and you have people's phone numbers that you can text, uh, there is just a value of, Hey, I'm checking in. Uh, you know, like in your example that you gave, right? Like where the year went by, like if the, if he had sent you a text saying, hey, it's been six months since your last detailing, do you want to mm-hmm. schedule an appointment for Friday next week? You might've said, yes, can you do 1030? Boom, done, right? Like, and it's it's out of your That's universe. a good point, yeah. You're right, because I was pushing back and I guess it's all how your business is set up. So mine is set up that, first of all, I, I don't have, my people do not have my phone number or my personal number is where the texting would kick in because I'm just very scheduled back to back. It's just, it's just not how I run my business. I'm all about no, less distractions, not more, but, yeah. and so really things are scheduled with me. You want to, you know, we, we have a connection on zoom or whatever. It's always scheduled. But if I was in a business where, you know, it would be moving that appointment along really a quick check-in to get more sales. Yes. I can see in that platform it would really work. So I think for my business and my uh, style, the texting doesn't work, but you're right. I can see that would have really, that would definitely work for the car guy. I don't want to talk to him. I don't need emails. Just get my car detailed. Right. So exactly. good point, depending on what you're doing. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, okay. So this would probably be the part where you see people stumble and fall the most is just a lack of follow-up. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to a lot of new businesses, client, you know, just clients who are just getting started or I mean, even in a few years in and they're not familiar necessarily with the sales side of things. And it's, they go, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, because here's the thing, if you're going to go bigger, right, you're going to get outside of a tight circle of people who are just going to close without follow-up, right? Somebody who's amazing, who's got an amazing product will close people on the first call, maybe even the second call, people will just follow back up with you. But if you're trying to reach out beyond that inner circle, it's like, okay, you know, you know, you're, if you're looking to, to scale your business, you will need to start following up, especially for bigger deals. Right. Um, you know, I know well, not me, even I've, the bigger deals, but even just like, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are at sales. We all want more conversions, right? It a hundred percent. So just to make it more and more efficient. So looking at follow-up as a relationship thing, doing the testimony of the articles, the videos, sending them a, if linked to your book or a ebook you've got or anything, infographics, all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So what, uh, tell us more, where do we drop the ball in this? What makes for, you know, what, what so am I, I missing? Other, yeah. yeah so I go think ahead. the other big ball to, that people drop is following up with your clients, right? So a lot of people is like, you sold somebody and you're done, right? It's like, okay, I made my sale. I got a client. Okay. So here's, this is where, I mean, it's like, there's many quotes out there, right? Second money's easier than first money. Uh, mm. you know, it's all again, going back to relationships is 
okay, so you've started this relationship, you've engaged with a client, okay, are you thinking about a second sale, a third sale? Or do you have a recurring model? Do you have upsells? Are you following up with your clients for testimonials, for referrals? Are you checking in with them, right? So you can do that via email, you can do it via text, you can, uh, you can get them, hey, just making sure you know, uh, are you following me on Facebook, right? It's like all these different platforms, if, depending where you're posting, right? So uh, you know, you've got a bunch of different avenues and there is so much value in following up with your clients. I mean, a lot of businesses, once they get to a certain size, all they do is live off referrals, right? They live off referrals and their existing client base. Now, that's going to, you know, you can have a lifestyle business. You can be doing your business, hustling. You can be just living off of that. Uh, or, you know, so I've seen a lot of businesses, some that are just like, they're really great at marketing. They get a bunch of new business and then they ignore it. And there's mm. people who are like, they got a bunch of business and they live off those clients and referral and then they don't do any more marketing. So, you know what, combine. that's interesting. I, again, let me tell you all the mistakes I've made. This surprised me. So I have a really, I believe very expensive mentor. <laughs> so, and so there's a certain amount of touch points with him. Um, and let's say we're meeting like two times a month. And so then he threw in this bonus Saturday. It was really great. I learned lots in the middle of that bonus Saturday. He, so there was a guest speaker on something and then he sold us a little six week training focus package on something. And I would have never, I, I'm telling you, I would have never, like I meet with my clients, um, three times a month. And so we, we have that. And then we also now have launched into what we call the winner's circle. So inside the winner's circle, it's more like one to many. And it's really awesome though. We got hot seats. we got special guests. Um, you get to learn how to use the super, create the super toolkits. You get all these amazing things. But until my mentor showed me that, I would have never thought to, I guess if I'm selling you shoes, I would sell you shoelaces or I would sell you a lateral thing that goes with that. And when we sell info products, we'll sell upsell, you know, here, a, a sale bump or whatever, right? Sales yeah. bump. But but if you're meeting with me on a regular basis, I wouldn't have thought then to sell you one more other thing. Cause I guess it, I thought it was sort of standing there like, I don't know, like being too pushy or that they're already buying from me. So either they make a move from this is package gold to, you know, super gold or whatever. Um, I wouldn't have thought they would go and then get a, a new six week course. It never occurred to me. So now what we're doing is with the winner's circle, if you're in the winner's circle, we are going to offer, you know, six weeks intensive trainings on this, where you can then buy this package outside the winner's circle to get more focused training on a particular subject. It just never occurred to me because I guess I thought, then you're, um, I don't, I don't, I, I would love to tell you I had a good reason. Like, well, then if they reject you, you're like being too pushy, but I just never got to the rejection. I just thought they had bought, I'm providing them coaching. They're seeing me three times a month. What else? Like, that's it. We're, we're in a committed relationship. So I wouldn't have thought to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I think one of the, the things that make helps business owners really succeed is go, okay, good. How can, what is the overall relationship potential, right? For any client? Mm -hmm. And I go, okay, you know, we all have our core service that we offer. So for you, it's your three times a month coaching. It's like, great. Now you've got your winner's golden circle, winner's circle, winner's circle. Yeah. Winner's circle. Okay. Sorry. So you got your winner's circle and then you've got your intensive training. Okay, good. You know, you can look at, okay, what else can there be? Okay. Is there a mastermind? Is there potential partnerships that you can create mm -hmm. with clients that have built that relationship with you that trust you where you're like, you know, if you get big enough or whatever, it doesn't, you don't really even have to get yeah. big. You just go partnership, right? It's like, how can your skills and abilities align with another person? And, you know, you, you there's a lot of resources out there, whether you want to go, okay, I want to do courses. I want to do 
like consulting. I want to do, yeah. uh, you actually do the service for them, right? Like, I, I don't know if, I don't know if you hire virtual assistants for your clients. I don't know if you've ever considered that, you know, like yeah, we do. We do. When you. they are coaching clients, we, uh, we help them build their win team. And I do do, I do do. I love when I say that, do <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, but it is, I think we tend to, as service providers think lateral, like we take them from package A to package B versus having, well, while you're doing this training, I've got this six week intensive on something else because I do sometimes offer them, there'll be something like our super toolkit was showing them how to, you know, really be efficient with their business and get ideas to execution all the time. And so let's say I have a super toolkit on how to process your podcast and podcast management companies have, you know, wanted to buy that off me for like $3,000. And I'm like, no, because once you tweak it a little bit, like it's just going to be short-lived if you don't know how to utilize them or leverage them. Right. Mm. But so I do give those when I'm using them as tools and, and that's just an example. You don't need to have a podcast. There's all different uh, super yeah. toolkits we have that I'm using as teaching tools. And some say, oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Can I have that? Of course you can. So then I just give it away, which is okay. But I could be doing a, a more, I, I'm skimming over it. I could be doing a more intensive training on that particular subject. Like I could do an intensive training on how to write your book with our super toolkits in literally like hours, have it in and out in a couple of weeks. So that could be a training. Whereas I just tend to try to, I rush people through it, trying to give them as much content as possible. But anyhow, enough about me and all my flaws back to you, Jeremy. <laughs> no, I love it. I love hearing about it. You know? So yeah. yeah. So even, even for that case is, you know, it's like, okay, good. You could even turn those into a digital course, or like you yeah. said, you can turn it into a six week program or something like that really just yeah. depends. And same thing for your listener, right? Like if, whatever kind of, whether it's an information product or service product, you know, once you have a business that's up, you know, you're up and running, you're, you're making money, you're, you're doing okay. So now it's, you know, you find out from your clients, okay, good. What, what do they need? Right. So it's a combination. Like for me, I look at it as I go, okay, what does the client need? Okay. Where does my skill set or my team's skill set mm -hmm. align to that? Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. your clients may need, you know, I don't know, let's say you've got a gardener and they're helping somebody with their house does not mean that and the, the person in the house also needs their plumbing done, right? The gardener is not going yeah, to yeah. go do the plumbing, but they might be able to go do the, the gutters, right? Or right. they might be able to go do some other things and go, okay, cool. So now you can take one house that was only worth, I don't know, 20 bucks every couple of weeks to, okay, good. Now we're going to do the gutters once, once mm -hmm. every two months, right? Now we're going to yeah. add some landscaping to it. We're going to do the mulch, right? Like, and then, yeah. okay, good. Now, You've taken a client that was worth $40 a month to, I don't know, let's say $200 a month. And if you do that with all your clients, and then if you're really smart, you go, uh, you know, you talk to the, the homeowner and you go, okay, what other problems do you have? Oh, yeah, I've got this massive plumbing problem. Oh, I know a plumber. And boom, you've got an affiliate relationship yeah. because you have a connection. You have a relationship with that, with that homeowner in this particular case, right? Yeah. Whatever your business is, though, is if you are building relationships, right? If we circle it back to the main point here of the follow-up is you're building a real relationship and that's going to get you referrals. It's going to get you testimonials. It's also going to get you potentially affiliate relationships, right? So your clients mm -hmm. are, you know, you're in communication with them. They're telling you the problems they're running into and you can go, Hey, I know a software that helps you solve that problem. You can get affiliate relationships there. Uh, hey, I know a person that can help you with that. You can ideally set up recurring, uh, you know, revenue just for yourself 
off of relationships that you've built. And now you're maximizing the value that you're giving your clients because you're also, you're not ideal if you're ethical, which I'm assuming most people consider themselves yeah. ethical, right? Like we make mistakes, yeah. but we try to do right by our clients is we go, okay, cool. I'm going to try and find a good person that I think will deliver a good product. And there's, there's value in that. And then you can, you know, obviously you'll, you'll deliver that to the clients. Yeah. So I think, I mean, we've all heard about affiliates and we get that part, but I think what you're leaning into more, and I think you do a good job of articulating that is the relationship component where we all get stuck on it. Is this sales? Is this marketing? Is this whatever? But if we work on maintaining those relationships and leveraging them and putting the the client first, it's going to benefit everybody. Well, Jeremy, this has been insightful. You've turned me around on a couple of different things. So Jeremy, where can people find more of your excellence, your wisdom? Ah, that's beautiful. Okay, good. Well, my website is the letter B, the number two, the letter B. So B to B business experts.com. Uh, so it's got all my services there, all my pricings there. I'm very transparent. Uh, also my phone number, I'm going to give it out right here on the <laughs> podcast. This is my cell phone. Don't okay. blow me up unless you really need help. Uh, 727-348-9620. Uh, that is my cell phone. It will go to me. I don't have a second cell phone. Uh, so that's uh, either hit me up on the website, hit me up on my phone and uh, you know, whatever you need help marketing wise, that's where I'm at. So it sounds like a real number, not like in the movies, five, 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 five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Jeremy, you have been a treat. Thank you so much. And everyone else will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.